Welcome back, Link Up Podcast, episode 14. We're back with Kelly. Um, what'd you do today, Kelly? So many fun things. I finished a book. What book are you reading? It's called The Illustrated Man by Ray Bradbury. What's that about? It's pretty interesting. It's pretty much a compilation of short stories, but the premise is that there's kind of this freak show guy that's covered head to toe in tattoos. Mm -hmm. And he keeps on getting fired from jobs because he has all these uh, tattoos that kind of move and tell these stories of the future. Yeah. So people keep firing him because they're freaked out by him. And then there's like a blank space on his back that I guess shows your future if you look at it too long. Mm -hmm. Oh, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah. It's kind of like futuristic sci-fi, but it's, it makes you definitely contemplate like the world. They have like a lot of like, kind of like use Martians as different races and things like they had this one where they were on Mars and there were these blue like lights and these preachers were trying to turn the Martians into like Christians. But like the one guy thought like the lights were cognizant cause they kind of like saved his life. Like he was going to fall off this cliff and they saved him. Mm-hmm. And then it turns out like the blue orbs were actually just like people that had left their bodies and were no longer like they pretty much were like people that were in heaven essentially. Like they had no, bodies nothing to worry about there was no war they were at peace their energy basically yeah it was like their energy but they're like we don't need your help because we're really like the ultimate power that we've reached so but yeah it was it just makes you kind of think about things so there's a lot about like religion and war and the future and grace so it kind of reminds me of that tv show that was based on i think stephen king's books amazing stories remember i don't think i've seen that one was that on a channel I think it was on like USA Network or something like that. They were the ones making it. Like this was like shit. I was like ten years old, I think, and it was really cool. Hmm. <clears throat> but kind of like what you're describing is like kind of what that show was. I mean, that the, his books were like these short stories, and they turned into like a TV show. Like each week would be a new short story. You know? Yeah. No, it was but a cool, cool book. I definitely recommend it. That was one of my favorites I've read so far this year. Did you do anything yesterday? No, yesterday was Valentine's Day. Uh, pretty much just worked and then took the boys to the park, and watched some TV, and then read that book and went to bed pretty much. How do you feel about Valentine's Day? You know, I love love, so I'm all happy for people that are in relationships. I think out of my 27 years on this planet, I've been with somebody for like two Valentine's Days, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never really gotten into it, I guess, myself. But like the one year I had a boyfriend, we did dinner, and that was nice. But it, it is just, it's a little like, to me, it doesn't make sense to go out on the actual day. I'd rather go out like some other day, especially if it falls during the week. Cause it's just like every place is overpriced and busy and they feel like you're kind of like getting shuttled out of there real quick. Yeah. Cause they charge you mm-hmm. more money for exactly what you would eat on right. any other day. But since it's Valentine's day, they're charging you. They do these bullshit three course meals for like seventy bucks or whatever, or seventy five bucks. Knowing damn well that each one of those meals isn't worth twenty five dollars. Yeah, exactly. So I think it's. I feel like there's a lot more pressure on like the guy to make it good for the girl, and I feel like that's just wrong. Like, so you thinking like first impression? Off. Yeah, Valentine's like it should be good. They should be taking a girl out somewhere and stuff like that. I agree with that. Well, it just feels like everybody's like, I need to get flowers. I send them to their office, or you know, what should I be getting them? A nice piece of jewelry. It's like. It just feels a little bit forced sometimes, but I do like, you know, seeing everybody's posts about their relationships and stuff. So. I did see this. Uh, I'm all for that. Sorry, go, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you go on ahead. That was all I wanted to say. Um, I did see this meme yesterday on uh, on Facebook yesterday that said it showed like two people laying on the couch separate from each other. And the guy was like, happy Valentine's Day. 
And then she was like, Happy Valentine's Day. And it said married 25 years. And this is what Valentine's Day looks like. And you know, that's so, like the dream. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> like they're just lounging and chilling and not, they're not like, I mean, that's pretty. have to go yeah. to like a restaurant and, or do any of that kind of stuff, you know. But when you first get with somebody, like you mm-hmm. first dating somebody and then Valentine's Day is coming up, I think you should do something with them. Yeah, I, I think definitely if you're married 25 years, I could see. Yeah, it's different. But it's like, just like, why keep doing this I every think, year? Yeah, I should definitely do something. And these expectations that some girls have, oh, if he doesn't spend two grand on me and buy me this, like I'm breaking up with him. Yeah. Bye, bitch. Yeah. Like I saw something on, uh, I think it was on, no, it was on TV that this girl had told her boyfriend that she's single because every Valentine's Day that comes around, she tells that she expects a 3000 or whatever $3,000 is in Europe, uh, whatever the, the pound exchange is. She's like, they have to spend that much money on me and buy me all these different kind of gifts. If they don't, I'll break up with them. That's unnecessary. What about you, Tony? Have you ever been with anybody on a Valentine's Day? Do you have any like stories from yours? Yeah. <clears throat> I've been with somebody. I, I bought them a gift. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I remember one time I bought somebody like an Apple TV or something like Damn. that. Damn. <laughs> for Valentine's Day. I need a Valentine's Day redo. It sounds like I was not getting any TVs. Do you feel sad that you're alone? No, not really. I mean, look, like I said, or I you just th- feel sad in general. All the time. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, when you've been single as many Valentine's Days as I have, you're kind of just like used to, like, it's just, it's like just another day. Yeah. I mean, I'm single most of the time. Do you, so uh, I've just gotten used to being that way. Do you ever yeah. get like jealous or something like that? I'm not saying that in a bad way. Like, oh, fuck that bitch for having a go. I'm not like that. I'm like, do you ever get like oh, a little sad or jealous that, oh man. No, I mean, uh, I think like, obviously if there's somebody I don't really know and they're just being really overtly flashy about stuff on Facebook, it's somewhat annoying, but like, you know, my one friend just got married this year and she's really happy with her husband and they were like on a mini vacation. I'm like, yeah, like that's great. Good for you too. Like enjoy your new married life. But I I think it's fine. Be flashy. It's a day for you to share your love. And if you love each other and you're willing to say it on social media now that that says something. Cause like, honestly, yeah, I don't want to put stuff online anymore. (laughs) Like then everybody knows. Well, I think the whole thing with, so, you know, like people post stuff. It's that's just about them. It's not about you. Yeah, so it's exactly. Like, you it's shouldn't be. My life. You should not be upset or jealous of somebody because they're happy. Your time just hasn't came yet. So it's like, yeah, you know, just keep waiting. One day I can be on that couch, twenty five years yeah. in, just chilling, list out like I. W- but see, that's what I was doing yesterday, and I enjoyed my book. Obviously, yeah. it was a good one. So, I think that's the thing, though. A lot of people just aren't patient with a lot of things in life, and. They see somebody else having, they're like, oh, I got to have that now, yeah. I want that now. And and then the, you don't know what those people are going through on the inside. Maybe they're just posting shit to. True. Because that's what the good things they want. They could be see. about to break up for all you know, or yeah. when you really don't know what people are going through. Like yeah. that's, it's like social say, media is a lot of fake stuff. Yeah. It's like they say, people only show us what they want us to see. They mm-hmm. want to show us like all the bad that goes on and then oh and you know the guy's like beats his girlfriend or wife or whatever and then like oh valentine's day is coming you're some and he posts like he gives her like roses and stuff so everyone thinks he's a good guy right like or whatever like yeah no one ever shows us that part everyone just shows us the good part or like the flashy part like you said or something like that relationships in general are difficult but like long-term ones especially so i think it's good that people can have a day to like actually reflect and yeah be romantic and you know, sometimes I mean, people don't take the time to do that throughout the year like they should. So I think it's good. If to you were my reason. woman, we would have gone out last night. <laughs> oh, boy. I probably would have taken I, the day I off. I think I'm the wrong stoica sister in the house. I would have so. taken the day off and 
chilled Ooh, and but i have gotten got an red. apple tv yeah. <laughs> i don't need another tv though so i'm good you know what if we were done something fancy Ooh. or taking you to vili castor yeah, restaurant let's let's, let's paint this picture raul what where would you take in your woman if you could have planned a valentine's day yesterday that's easy go um, I would have taken her to for dinner. Mm-hmm. Well, first off, I'd be the, one of those guys that wants to show off, so I would send her flowers to her bitch ass oh. job. Oh yeah, that's the and best. Then, you're right. That's, so I'd do that. I would do that. <laughs> or well, funny, my buddy, his wife is always out of town mm-hmm. on Valentine's Day because of her job. It's always a conference that whatever she does, I forget what she does. Gotcha. And so like an he did thing. something cool. Like so, he got flowers delivered to the hotel room for her. Like when she got to the Cute. hotel, that we had flowers in there. And so I thought that was really cool. And um, he, um, you know, he, they just never hear, they c- celebrated last Sunday because she's gone the whole week, mm-hmm. you know, but. Was that I the folks take, I met last weekend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Chris and Amy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, they, um, so, you know, she was really blown away and she was really happy that he got the flowers for her and stuff like that. And I think like, it's more the gestures that shows that they're thinking about you mm-hmm. and that they took some time and effort and especially because like that's planned out that they get them sent. And it's not like, you know, like I'm sure he's going to do something with her tomorrow she, she mm-hmm. flies in today like at nine or ten tonight but i'm sure they'll sure. do something or they'll make up for it you know but um i would take uh like year locally um mm-hmm. obviously locally but i would take the girl to um vili castriati restaurant no idea where that is it's in cordova it's one of the best italian restaurants in memphis um mm-hmm. it's been over there by on Trinity and Germantown Parkway for God, I don't know, like 25 years. Gotcha. Um, but, um, one of my managers at work, he was taking his, um, girlfriend there and it's one of my accounts. So I got Mm -hmm. him, I got him hooked up, but like it, the food's just really good. And every time I've been there with my buddy, Nick, it's been super good. My buddy Rod eats there, him and his wife, they eat there all the time. It's just really good. And actually on this one, I'm not just reading reviews. Is it really good or it, is it really good? It's good. Really How good. How many reallys do we want to put in front of it? On a scale of one reallys or five reallys? But no, like, <laughs> I would take her there and then, you know, I would more than likely get like a fancy hotel room or something like that. Yeah, that's nice. And then have like rose petals and stuff laid out on the bed for me while I was gone with her. And then some champagne, maybe. Yeah. And then chilled. have, you know, they have the little, I don't know what they call it, butler boy or something like that. Had that happened one time. It was great. I love it. Yeah. That. So, you know, like. <laughs> I would I would treat her, you know. Yeah, it sounds and like then, a lovely night. And then the next day, it would just be back to normal, you know. Like, which would last longer, the story or you fucking? <laughs> uh, me fucking. Oh, hopefully. Yeah. I mean, God, that's a long ass story. Hey, okay, now it's your turn, though. <laughs> <laughs> I just said it. I would take him some of the dinner. I would buy him a gift. You have that, no like no end of story. There's gift no and dinner. dinner. No Amazon gift delivered and probably like Uber Eats. I'm sorry. Um. I don't have DoorDash. Yeah, talking about that. So some of our viewers, I mean, listeners want to know what happened with the you getting banned from Uber. <laughs> they saw that you posted your receipts from last Again. year. They send you an email from it last year or something like that, like recently. Yeah, and they were all over Facebook asking me. I was like, I don't remember. Uh, it's on episode. I don't know what episode it is. Y'all, so go ahead. Tell us what happened. Well, well it happened like not too long ago. I got a, an alert from Uber saying that somebody was trying to get into my account. And I'm like, how's somebody getting into my account? I don't have an account anymore. You banned me. And then, so I just left that one alone. And then yesterday I got two emails from when I went to Austin mm-hmm. in 2018. And I'm like, what the fuck? They're like giving you receipts. Ago. Yeah. And I'm like, this is kind of stupid. So I took a screenshot of it and I posted it. And I'm like, why am I getting 
emails from Uber with receipts from two years ago. Because mm-hmm. I was banned. And the reason I got banned was I, I went out one night and it was myself, Raul, and this girl came and met up with us that we met like a while back. And uh, we're hanging out all at Goose. And then we go over to Blind Bear. We're hanging out there. And she was acting like she was into Raul. And I'm like, Raul, do something. Do something. And he's like, uh, he acted like he was scared, you know? Mm. I wasn't scared. You I just, were scared. I wasn't scared. Can I finish? Yeah, go ahead and finish your story. Yeah. You can just give us the cliff notes, but <clears throat> continue. I'm sorry. Well, people want to hear the story again, apparently. I do apologize. Continue. So we go back to Goose. Well, after he didn't do anything with the girl, we go back to Goose. Mm-hmm. And the girl started crying about something. And I start, I hugged her or whatever. And then I was like, looking at her, I was like, hmm, I should make out with this girl. So I start making out with her. <laughs> Well, she's crying. I'm turned on. Well, <laughs> that's, you turned that, on right, by like crying? <laughs> well, there, I okay. do. Sometimes I get boners when girls cry. <laughs> oh it's gosh. very weird. I that's, don't know. Let's let's come back. Yeah, that's, finish that the Uber story. Like that needs, that's like another whole another whole. <laughs> I got I got a lot Kelly of issues. Uh, so yeah. Um, so then Goose didn't have a lock on the bathroom door, like in the stall area where the toilet's at, not the urinal part, but the, oh, wait, this is the guy's bathroom. Yeah. And I guess Daniel didn't want to put the uh, lock on the door because people kept like fucking shit up or something. He told me. Well, remember they had that cabinet I'm still in talking. there. I'm still talking. Mm. So I go in the bathroom with the girl, and she starts blowing me in the bathroom, and I'm like having to put my hand against the door to keep people from coming in while she's blowing me. You never told this part of the story before. Oh, this is so classy. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. This this, this oh. is good that I brought this up because you yeah. you left the she was blowing you part completely. I'm pretty sure yeah. I did tell uh, that. No, we'll go back to the episode 7. Thanks April for telling me what episode it I was. I do remember you said like there wasn't a latch on the door, but I don't think and you yeah. said that, was, that you were getting blown. He, he, he was named, I think he, and you said like and then we left. <laughs> no, then he said Was yeah. it the one you were on? That I talked yeah, about Yeah, I remember oh, really? you talked about that. Okay, this. so go back, go back. She was blowing you and yeah. your one hand's on the door. Yeah, so she's blowing me. And my, my I'm like Lay it up against the door, like I'm like uh, Hodor, you know. I'm trying to yeah. hold the door, you know. Sexually, Getting your dick sucked, and, yeah. Hodor. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever fool boner? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, hey, yeah. I'm not a homosexual man. I was and so uh, she's blowing me, and she's then I'm like, crying? I'm like thinking, I'm like, should I fuck this girl in the bathroom? But then I'm like, there's no way I can hold the door while I'm fucking her, you know, unless she like leans up against me. Or maybe she could have like pushed her hands against yeah. the door, and then you could just fuck yeah, her from behind. Like that's that. a lot of work. So then I was like, fuck this shit. <laughs> uh, we went back out by the urinal because I had to pee. Oh, God. And then she like is like looking down at my dick. She gets down on the ground and is like Ew. looking up at me while I peed. And I'm like, this bitch is wild as fuck. So anyways, we go back outside. <laughs> this part of the story was totally not told yeah, last time. Yeah, this is time. different. <laughs> well, there's some <laughs> stuff that, I mean, I was just trying to get to the meat and potatoes of it. So then. <laughs> this is meaty. <laughs> she, uh, her and I started making out some more. And then I send her over to where Brad was at. Brad was down there. So mm. she walked over to where Brad was at. And then I remember she kept grinding on Katie. Uh, mm. C-A-D-Y Katie. Mm-hmm. She was like pulling her hair and trying to make out with her. And like Katie looked like really intimidated, which is so funny because Katie's usually like the most aggressive one that I know like out of people. She's just, she always says some weird shit to me. Like she always tells me that she thinks I want to jerk off to her and all this sort of stuff. I've told, well, we talked yeah. about this, but not on a real podcast. Yeah, I think that was awful. And then I was like, 
I'm not going to jerk off to you. Like, mm-hmm. if I haven't jerked off to some girl that I fuck, why am I going to jerk off to some girl that but I haven't fucked? How do you fucked? jerk off to a girl just thinking of her image? Like, I know. I mean, it's kind of... I, like, I need. I, I got to ask video. Nick Harmeyer. Yeah, he, we will ask Nick Harmeyer <laughs> that. Yeah. It's like, you have to have, like, a video. But I'm sorry, go ahead, finish. Go ahead, so, I rode down there with Raul. Mm-hmm. And Raul leaves me all the time. And so, I was like, you know what? I'm going to leave. I have something that's good Guaranteed. to go right now. And I'm going to fucking leave. Mm-hmm. So I call Uber. We get in the Uber, riding down the road. All of a sudden, she like jumps up on top of me. She's like straddling me in the car. God, I probably would have wrecked the truck if I was driving. I probably was trying to look in the back the whole time. And I'm like, what Creep. the fuck is this bitch doing? We're like making out in the back. an Uber driver. Oh, he is creepy. But <laughs> we, we start making out in the back of the Uber. And then all of a sudden, she pulls her titties out. She like takes her shirt off or something. And uh, the titties were out, though. Yeah. Regardless. And so she's like flailing around in the car, like, because she's like straddling me. And there's like a middle part of the seat where the between like the two front seats. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like one of those inflatable things, you know? <laughs> Why? And uh, she lands on the guy. The guy never says anything to my recollection at all. And I'm like trying to pull her oh up because, you know, I'm not that fucked up. I know that. So like her hands hit the guy like this? Yeah. Like, Wait, did she back. like kind of like pass out, fall on top no, of the driver? No, no, okay. no, no, no. She <laughs> was just being wild. I don't fucking know what she was doing. Sounds like she was on drugs. That's like a whole other I, level. She was with us the whole time. Well, I did give her. We had uh, I had some fucking weed called like oh, sex pot or something like that. Supposedly, it's supposed oh, to get me. like an aphrodisiac for women. <laughs> I don't it worked know. on this girl. You so, left that part out of the story, too. Well, I, I just remember that part. <laughs> and so anyways, uh, I get out uh-huh. and I'm like, oh, shit. I, I think I left my hat or something in his car, but then it was on the ground. It fell on the ground. So we came in the house and we started making out and then like go back to the room. I ended up having sex with her. And then, because uh, that, that was the second time I had sex with her. Yeah, so that was the time she broke my bed. We were in the in my room, and then the bed broke. Luckily, I have a spare bedroom, so I ended up fucking her in there. Because <laughs> you can't fuck on a broken bed. <laughs> no, it doesn't work out that way. <laughs> the motherfucker's looking at himself in the mirror. He's fucking, he's like, Ugh. No, that was, before <laughs> I, that was before I had the mirror. Really? Yeah. Okay. And uh, so I didn't think anything of it, you know? Until, like, the next day, I tipped the guy. Because, I mean, like, the guy had to put up with that shit, so I tip him motherfucker takes my tip and then bans me like he flags me and so i i got the people from uber called me or i like i called uber i sent him an email or something they're like we're gonna review your case blah 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 and then they were like did this happen did this happen because i had to actually talk to him on the phone they're like did this happen yeah. this happened oh I'm so like, they actually called you yeah like, i thought it was just through email i mean no, the, you know the, like the chat thing no. service chat some lady actually called me damn and uh She's like, yeah, the driver felt uncomfortable, <laughs> <laughs> and you're not supposed to even touch your passenger. Like, yeah, you're not supposed I remember to kiss saying, I didn't or anything know like that. that in the I mean, car. Yeah, I, I didn't know that either. hands with somebody or like cuddled up next to them. But. And so uh, they're like, yeah, we're going to terminate your account permanently. Permanent. Yeah. So then I feel I was, like there's no three strikes, Uber. Come on. And see, that's the thing. Like, I always had like a five star rating. Like, I had yeah. a really high rating. You'd be like, you know, it wasn't my fault. This, I'm sorry, that girl was crazy. Yeah. But couldn't yeah, that's the, that's she was on Uber sex story. pot weed. She just couldn't was, control herself. I, mean, I, I completely forgot about the sex part pot pot part though. But yeah, she uh she was wild, man. Wait, speaking of Uber, didn't this the last time I saw that girl too? Yeah, we haven't seen her since. Yeah. Or she hasn't hit you up. Or Raul, anything. didn't you have an update from your Uber driver from like the Minglewood Hall night from New Year's Eve? That motherfucker called me <laughs> again, dude. 
it said it said Uber. It's, I don't know what remember it said Uber something on my phone like where my missed calls were. He said it said Uber something. Hang on, it's called. Uh, okay, yeah, I deleted it, but it was like Uber. <laughs> Raul has a homosexual Uber driver that is on him. Yeah, the he guy. came back for him New Year's Eve, but too bad Tony had already gotten home. Yeah, Tony ruined, spoiled all the fun. Tony ruined the plans. <laughs> But uh, no, uh, yeah, that girl, she's really cool and shit, but I just have, we never seen her. Maybe she got back with a boyfriend or whatever. Mm. I don't know. Maybe she moved. Yeah. Maybe. It's like a while. Maybe she was talking about that. So, yeah, it's possible. Yeah. yeah. You got any fun Uber stories? I don't think anything crazy has happened in an Uber other than like kind of like impromptu karaoke with our driver one time. That was pretty fun. There was one, I've had drivers though, (laughs) they'll be like driving our friends around San Francisco and then they're like, I don't want to drop you guys off. We're having too much fun. And we're like, no, we're getting out here. Bye. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Thanks. I could stop driving and just go drink with you people. And we're like, no, you're not coming. With us. <laughs> yeah. It's like, so um, I have had an Uber driver try to join the party because we're having a good time. <laughs> I will say this. Uh, I had a friend come over here last week mm-hmm. and she got a lift from downtown to here. And when she got out of the car, she was drunk. And when she got out of the car, the um, lift driver tried to put her back in the car. That's so fucked up. He's like grabbing on her and shit. I'm like, no, you got to report that. Yeah, that's fucked up. Like, that's something you actually report because you're not, apparently, I didn't know this either, which mm-hmm. it makes sense, but they're not supposed to get out of the car unless they're helping you get bags. Yeah, I don't think they ever have except to get my luggage you, from air. You should have made her call the police too and get a police report filed yeah, against the Yeah, but guy. I mean, I guess she would have to come back here because she doesn't live here. Yeah. So. True. But they, but, ended up, they, 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 uh, they locked his account down so he wasn't able to drive anymore. I mean, that's good because you shouldn't be on the roads because it, it, that is scary because like normally use Ubers because you're drinking. But just think so. about, yeah, think about this man. Like if he had, didn't bring her to the house and did something, you know, I've been, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like I'm sure he was bigger than her so he could overpower or whatever, but like. Yeah. Like if that was just what made him think getting it was dropped a, yeah. off at my apartment or something by myself. Like what it, made him think it was a good idea to do it when he was, when she was getting out of the car, you know what I'm saying? Like. Right, and yeah, all, like he could have just driven her to like a secluded area or something. Like he drove her to the middle. I'm pretty, well, she's not from here, so she would have known the roads anyways. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so. exactly. Well, and even if you're drunk, you're not really paying attention. Like, yeah, like I had that happen last weekend, but I wasn't that drunk. So like the Uber driver just was going the completely wrong way. I had to like give him directions to my house. I think the app stopped working, but mm-hmm. I was like, literally, I was like, we're nowhere going in the right direction. I do know another girl. One time, she said she got in a car that she thought was her Uber. Mm-hmm. She didn't tell me this. I saw her post something about it and come to find out it wasn't her Uber. And then like, I guess somebody kind of assaulted her then. What the fuck? Yeah. I haven't had that happen. I did have it. So San Francisco, there's like a million Priuses. I've had it where there was like a silver Prius and a silver Prius. And I thought the one that stopped because he like waved at me. Yeah. I thought that was mine. So I opened the door and the guy was just so scared. He's like, Mine was the one directly behind, mm-hmm. so I didn't get in the car. Yeah. But I felt so awkward because I'm like, I I've gotten in uh, wrong Ubers before. Yeah, that was the only time I like really did that. But I didn't get in. I just like immediately realized by the guy's reaction that he wasn't. The well, we Uber. were in, we were in L.A. We went to Venice Beach, and this girl kept trying to get into our car. Really? Yeah, she kept trying to open the door, and there was another car, I guess, similar to the rental car we had. That, uh, like she literally got she opened the door all the way and she was about, she wasn't didn't she sit in the car i don't think she sat in but she kind of like looked at us that's really weird <laughs> it was she was drunk too yeah but like there's people in there why are you i mean i guess if you could 
in but I'm bigger saying, cities they've Uber up, though, Maybe really she thinking. maybe yeah. maybe her Uber That's was that scary, car. Though. Maybe her uh, Uber or Lyft was that kind of car too. Maybe. Well, I think it was like a. I think it was a similar car. Uh-huh. Yeah. As like, uh, uh, this is not your car, honey. I remember saying something like, not about Uber, but just like kind of like the app stuff. Mm-hmm. There was a thing I saw um, about the Tinder. They got like a panic button now that you can press. Like if you're having a bad date or yeah, bad experience. Yeah, I think I saw that. Which I mean, that kind of makes sense because some of these dating apps you can't really trust like who you're meeting up with. Like, so I wonder would they have something similar like that for Uber or Lyft? That would make way more sense, honestly, to like be in the vehicle. I'm surprised they haven't come up with that yet. It seems yeah. like the appropriate thing that it would immediately alert. Like, Especially if you're feeling like uncomfortable with the driver or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, because they're essentially in control of you. You know? It is scary because even like, beyond obviously like they can sexually assault you or something like you're still allowing this person that you don't even know their driving record or anything to drive you around, which like, you know, being in a vehicle is like your most likely way to die. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> so. Also like, uh, you know, it's like when we were young and when we were kids, we'd always say, don't ever get a ride from a stranger. Right. And now that's all we do is get rides from a stranger with Uber yeah. and Lyft, you know? I mean, it's different because, like, taxis <clears throat> in New York, you know, they're all yellow taxis. They go through the company and everything. And, uh, yes, they go through the company here, but they're just, like, all sorts of random cars you're getting into. There's something, like, and there's, like, barely any background check to these. It's kind of sketchy. Yeah. I don't, I don't think know you, if I trust them I think anymore. you just apply, and then you send them your uh, your driver's license insurance, and if your driving record's good, then they're going to approve you to drive. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I think that's pretty much the basis of it. Yeah, well, they need drivers. That's why. I don't know. It's just uh, it's so weird. I don't. I don't know how sustainable those systems are, though. Like even like um, Airbnb and stuff like that, because they're really not as cheap as no. they used to be. Even yeah. Lyft and Uber are not cheap like they used. I to be. I agree with that. Like Airbnb, I feel like used to be like half the price of hotels, and now it's like just as expensive, if not more, with all those cleaning yeah. fees well, yeah, and stuff like, at the you end. Know, we they're have like, if you don't ridiculous. clean, they're going to charge you more money. But yeah. if you but they already have the cleaning fee on there, so what's the point of the cleaning fee and cleaning? That irks you know me. What I'm saying? When like, they have like a laundry list of things you need like put back in their place, and I'm like, I had like a fifty dollar cleaning fee on here plus, or like a hundred dollar cleaning. Like, what am I paying for then? Yeah. <laughs> I really want to get John Hodge on here and talk to him about Airbnb. Does he do? He has a is couple. he a host? Yeah, he's got like twenty eight. Oh, he like manages a bunch of them. Then yeah, he them. has them. Yeah, uh, his buddy Scandor um, has uh, a bunch of them too. Wow, that's a lot. I know. Um, yeah, I just I don't I don't I don't know how long they're going to be around for. Yeah, uh, until they, they get, like, make a, something better. <laughs> autonomous cars where they don't have to pay their drivers as much. Well, that's what Uber's trying to do. They were like testing that in Arizona, but then it like killed somebody. You saw those Tesla trucks, Mm -hmm. like 18 wheeler trucks that are actually like they've got goods going from wherever they're picking them up all the way across country and shit. Like they drive themselves. No one's in there. I have a fun story about auto driving cars. Go ahead. It's not actually about me, but so this is my friend. He's a, he's in it. He's gay. And so he's in an open relationship with his husband. Like, you know, they they have an open marriage. And so, you know, they use the grinder and everything, all the Tinder apps and everything when they're there. And so he went on this date with some rich guy that had a Tesla. And so they were like, it, the Tesla was on autopilot. I didn't realize that these were this advanced. Now, like you're obviously not supposed to be doing other things while it's on autopilot, but like now people are caught sleeping and stuff. They're literally just hooking up in the Tesla while I was like going over the Golden Gate Bridge and shit. I'm like, I don't know about that. That seems very unsafe. <laughs> Did they have to have- like keep his hand on the wheel no they said they were full-on just like hooking up in the back seat 
Oh, wow. Like, they were not even touching Is he a vehicle. top or a bottom? You know, this one's definitely, he's the bottom of the situation. So he's getting railed. Yeah, in the Tesla. This dude's, like, probably flexing his muscles as yeah. his car's driving him. How big is a this. Tesla back seat, though? I don't know. They're pretty spacious? I think they're pretty spacious because they don't need like a lot of trunk space because they have like their whole front. There's no engine up front. So that's yeah. all a trunk up front. Oh. So yeah, when they open them, there's like nothing in there. It's I just like it. space for your luggage or whatever. Have you been in one before? No, but I've seen like, especially in San Francisco, they're really prevalent. So you see them all over the place. But I saw somebody, I didn't know that they had that, but I saw some lady at like the park that was getting into her Tesla and she opened up the like hood of the car and yeah. there's just like nothing in there she was like putting her stuff in there and i was like that is so weird that's like her cool. blanket and her that's picnic basket crazy. i was like what the hell <laughs> but yeah so they, like they hooked up while it was on auto i think i saw a porno like that there's it like honestly a, sounds like a porno yeah there was like a well i don't think they were in the back seat i think they're in the front seat. he's getting yeah. like blown i was or like something. should this be on my bucket list like on autopilot but they were like going over the bridge which that's like super dangerous because if that thing goes off you're dead yeah like i was like i don't know about that would Did you he, do that or like do you think you have enough faith in these vehicles right now to just hook up in the vehicle not yet no. maybe like in 10 years yeah. 15 years <laughs> like the technology just think about how much they've done in 10 years with that technology right. you know like yeah well Tesla's what was, we didn't even around. we didn't even know what a tesla was yeah. we didn't even know about the elon Musk, would you do it you know what i'm saying oh. i mean he said i'm pretty i think i would yeah. I think I would. Just for the shits and giggles in yeah. the story. Like that time I was you only like, live once, as they say. The time yeah. I was railing some Yolo. chick in the, the Tesla. And you could uh, die very quickly thereafter. I mean, that's a, that's a story to tell. It's a story. I if was you like, live. Yeah. I and mean, that's a good story. Well, to, I was like, like a death story. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, how was your week? You know, we were like caught up for brunch and they're like, um, yeah, I had this really weird date. I'm like, damn. Was the husband jealous that he didn't get that experience? I don't know. I was always like curious if they had any jealousy when it came to that. Like it seemed like the the one that was doing the Tesla stuff was always like more into hooking up. And I think that's probably always the case with an open relationship. I feel like there's always one person that's more into it than yeah. the other. Would you ever do an open relationship? No. Honestly, I just wouldn't. I don't think I'd get enough out of it because I have a lot of insecurity. I just don't think I'd want to. What if they lived in a different state than you? Hmm. No, I, I wouldn't just, I don't think I'd do long distance anymore. Personally speaking, I've done it before and I just don't want to do it again. It just, I, it was very like, it's a lonely time to be in a long distance. Obviously I was in a closed long distance. So it's a little bit different, but like, you know, for Valentine's day, you're just by yourself, but you're with somebody, but you can't be with them. So like yeah. that was the worst. So I could see like the allure of an open. Did y'all talk? On Valentine, like did yeah. y'all talk on the phone a lot and stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, we like Skype Skyped or whatever. Stuff, yeah. But we were on different time zones, so it was like difficult to kind of meet up on the right. How point. many uh, what up texts did you get yesterday from previous dicks? Okay, one from a previous dick, one from a person I've not slept with, and the one just from a friend. But that one doesn't really count. Oh, and one from Snapchat. Snapchat sent oh. me. Oh, I, got, I did get one from Snapchat. <laughs> Snapchat. Snapchat never forgets the holidays. Snapchat me. was the first, and I'm like, I feel pretty bad about myself right now. So the person that you haven't hooked up with yet, is it potential? No, not really. It's just like, are they a douchebag? No, it wasn't from that person, <laughs> and they're not you. So. Uh, God damn it, Tony the douchebag. Sorry, I called Tony a douchebag last weekend. Well, not really, but I was comparing That's exactly him what to you somebody. Said. That's kind exactly of, yeah. what you fucking said. I was comparing you to somebody that acted one way, but I told I'm you not, I'm not like that. I told you it was just when I first met you, you can come off a bit standoffish, and that was more. Well, what you I was were about. you were blowing him off. Yeah, you didn't like me because of that. That's true. And then I was like, well, 
I know where, where you stand. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Protecting uh, your boy. So what just, do you think about men that wear jewelry? Is it gay? <laughs> what kind of jewelry? Yeah, it depends on the type of jewelry. Like, like rings I don't, and necklaces and chains. I don't mind like bracelets. watches. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Riggs. <laughs> <You're homo. laughs> I don't know, like some necklaces, but I mean, I grew up by the Jersey Shore, so I hate like those like gold necklaces with the crosses on yeah. them and stuff. Cause like, that's what every Guido guy wore. Like the gold chains. I'm not really into it just depends. Like if they have a sense of style and that just kind of fits it fine. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of people don't. And they're just, you know, like what was that in the early two thousands or late nineties when all the guys were piercing their ears. Yeah. That was like yeah. big. And I feel like that kind of just went out of style. So you think it's like more of like a flex thing? It is because most of the guys they want to wear like expensive jewelry and I feel like they're just trying to like peacock show their yeah. status. So if they're doing that where is if they're kind of like just fitting it into their personal style, then I think it's cool. I guess like a lot of guys that wear jewelry, like what you just said, like are also if, if their friends all wear jewelry, they're more than likely mm-hmm. going to wear jewelry, you know? Yeah. If their friends all got a bunch of bling bling. They're going to have a bunch of bling bling. Yeah. Because I feel like rap culture kind of started that, especially with oh, like, big the gold time. chains and the diamonds, uh, and the flashy flash. What is it called? <laughs> the teeth? What is the teeth called? Yeah. Grills. Yeah. You know, grills. and. Yeah. But rap- I don't, I don't super hate it. I Rappers think it's just, definitely started it depends on the said. person. Okay. Since we're talking about like, uh, Dating and all that good jazz. Mm-hmm. Valentine's How do you Day. feel about dick pics? <laughs> I don't get anything out of them personally. Like, because there's so many ways you can distort a photo to make it look larger, or like, you know, bigger. I don't think you're going to try to make it look smaller. Yeah, I was, that's why I caught myself there. But <laughs> you're always going to try to make it look like bigger in a photo, just like you do like online dating photos. I feel the same way about those. Those are like, the best photo of you ever. Like I don't know. Some people, they don't give a fuck. Okay, I've well, seen some pictures. And well, I'm like, normally who the fuck helped you with your profile? baby? <laughs> but so I find like, I don't know. It could be very false advertisement and it's not like, I'm like, Oh, look at that dick. I want that dick right now. It's like, that's not like what girls think. I just think they're kind of like a waste of time. So have you ever gotten a dick pic, like a fake dick pic, like a guy dick fixed you? Like it was like a, a fake dick. It wasn't no. his dick. Like, he got an internet dick off the line. I mean, you know, I don't really do online dating much or anything, so I'm yeah. not, like, getting a lot of dick pics. Like, I think that's where you get more of them is probably on the online dating, but that's yeah. just, like, I think I just come off as the type of person that's not into that, so I just don't get them that often. That what if it's When my sister's on, you can ask her. What She'd if probably it's a guy you're more. dating? Would you want him to send you a dick pic? No. Have you ever sent a guy a sexy pic before? Not really. I'm not good at it. Uh, like, I am so awkward. It's not great. Are you? <laughs> yeah. Have you met me? <laughs> you've, you've never seen like a booty photo? Like a this no. Waiting for you. Click. Nothing in like panties. No. Oh man, you're don't boring. need that out in the world. Uh, Nobody wants to see that in person anyway. See, I wonder <laughs> if if it would be better for a guy to send a jerk off video. Ew. I've done that. Really? Ugh. Like I've heard girls say no, they'd rather see a guy jerking off than just a regular dick pic. I'd rather not <laughs> because you're not you're not gonna fake the jerking off video. You know I'm like a prude though, so all of this I'm like I'm not into. I'd rather not. Yeah. Not great. Well, then maybe the girl prefers the jerk off video also because it's actual video. Yeah, and I it's, mean, not, it's not just a picture she's looking at. Well, because then you have herself. size comparison there and right. everything too, so you can like get a better idea of the size. Like I feel like it's harder to like fake. I've sent when I send them. Well, I don't I haven't sent them any here lately. But <laughs> stop when sending I, them and getting blackmailed. But when I did send them, oh yeah, we forgot about that. <laughs> 
<laughs> when I did send her to her, she fucking absolutely loved them. Oh my gosh! And yeah, talk about blackmail. So yeah, tell us. Last about your Sunday, I'm story. eating lunch with two or the two of the three Stryker sisters, Shannon and Kelly, and sitting there, just we all bullshitting. Um, and then I get the text message from a number. I have no idea who it is. It says, "Hey, did you get the packages yet?" I'm like, uh, "Sorry, no. Just, I think you have the wrong number. Who is this?" And they're like, "All of a sudden." If you don't, if you don't give me a hundred dollar gift card, if you don't mail me a hundred dollar gift card, I'm gonna put your dick pic and your face and everything on online. But see, I'm smarter than that because there's no pictures of me with my dick and my face together. They're separate pictures, like my dick pic and then like a profile pic, you know, like a headshot or something. Yeah, I mean, I don't but, feel like most guys take like a full body no, dick pic. But I've when I when I when that. I realized when I knew what was going on was when the person was like, hey, go to the bathroom and take a f- full self-naked selfie for me. Because they wanted my face and my dick, right? And if, so if I was married or something like that, they could use that. Yeah, and it black, black Yeah, right? And of course, I'm going to pay the $100 <sighs> if I was married or something. Man. But like... What a time to but be But that's alive. what it was. Like, so... And I didn't hear anything else from this person after... I mean, I only... While we were still at brunch, is the last time I heard from them on Sunday. Mm. After that, I didn't hear from them. He was nervous. It was pretty funny. Like not really. We like, yes, you were. We were all just eating. No, I really wasn't. And all of a sudden, Raul, we look. Did he not? Raul. Did he not say, "Oh, my my fucking account's being hacked by a person from Tinder"? Yeah, he was pretty concerned. Like we were just like. Then you were on the phone with you your bank. Concerned. It was some bullshit uh, text message that everybody in the world possibly fucking got. Yeah. But you were a little scared for a second there. Yeah, I'm not gonna argue. I'm just gonna agree with you. Yes, I was. No, don't catch an attitude, bro. I'm not catching an attitude. He's catching an attitude. He was no, like, I'm, I'm, I'm being blackmailed. He was in duress. <laughs> I'm telling you, he was scared. Okay. I, I, would, agree with I mean, you. I'd be a little weirded out. It's just like, I mean, that's, the, I mean, that's mm-hmm. the game you play if you're going to put your dick out there. Somebody yeah. might fucking put it out I'm there. I'm trying to say I wasn't, though, but in you saying I was. Dude, the way you Especially were acting, like somebody he was you don't nervous. know, like you've never met them or anything, I would not just send anything to somebody I don't know. Especially somebody that you're not going to see again. You never even fucking met the person. That account literally could have been Tony, for all you know. Like, it was probably a dude. You. He's probably yeah. texting a dude. Probably was. How does that make you they feel? They did not have good grammar either, so. Well, they're probably foreign. Yeah, it was very poorly written. I, I just don't believe it. <laughs> Idiot. Yeah. Uh, Kelly, you told us you wanted to tell us something today? Yeah. Well, I don't really know if it fits into the the guide of this kind of story we've been telling today, but I guess it kind of fits into relationships and why I am the way I am. Um, well, we all had heard the Matthew Bolin episodes and I kind of told Tony, like, you know, hearing him kind of open up about his life and like the struggles he's been through made me want to talk more about like things I've been through. There's a lot from my childhood. I just don't really talk with, with anybody like probably outside my siblings and maybe a couple of people I've been in relationships with. I just don't talk about and they probably only know like, part of the story because I only share certain things with them. Yeah. Um, but like, I think I am the way I am in relationships and why I'm so self-conscious about my body is because like from the age of 13, probably to like 23, I had like anorexia. So I like really bad, yeah. like almost died from it. Um, Jesus. yeah. Sad. yeah. Yeah. But I thought like some people might be able to like relate to either negative thoughts or body dysmorphia and things like that. And I think kind of like what you were saying earlier with, how people are portraying themselves online. They only share the good things about their lives and never things that they've been through or that have kind of ended up like how they are. And you never know like who's fighting their own internal demons. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it all started just like I wanted to lose weight when I was younger and I've always had kind of like 
an OCD type personality kind of type A. Yeah. And so it just started like cutting back on food, but it ended up like cutting back to the point where I'd probably eat under 600 calories a day if even. Yeah, that's nothing. Yeah, and that would be like every day, like never eat anything. And it just got really, really bad where it was just like, I passed out like three times, which was just very scary. Like I passed out at school and hit my head the one time. And that's, I think, the time when my mom finally made me go get like actual help and talk to somebody. Because like every, like my personal family could tell, like obviously that's, you're an unhealthy weight right now. Yeah. But like, you don't even realize that you have it. And it, even like saying it out loud, like sometimes like, did that happen to me? Did I actually have it? But I know I did because you just don't want to admit it to yourself. Cause I think like there's a lot of stigma around eating disorders and people think it's just like, Oh, you're just picky about what you're eating or you're just skinny. And it's like, no, like it was a psychological warfare kind of thing where like I would want to eat. But my brain was telling me you can't like even the smallest things like I would go all day to school and not eat a drop until like five o'clock, six o'clock. And it wasn't like intermittent fasting. It yeah. was like you can eat this specific food and that's it. Yeah. And like it was just a ve- like and I think that's why I, it's been hard to open up in relationships even because like you isolate yourself for so much of your life. And it went on for so long. Like I got better for a while, but then like I went to college and it got worse again. Oh really? Mm-hmm. And so like I dropped a lot of weight there. Like I'd gained it back because I was going to like um, a counselor to talk to and mm-hmm. she would do like a nutritionist plan. And even that it took a while. Like it kind of got to the point where they're like, well, if you lose another pound next week, you pretty much like, are going to have to be put into a treatment center. Like it's just, you're too low body weight. It's not healthy. So, but luckily I didn't have to do that. I kind of like, that was the point where I was like, no, I want to, I don't want to skip school or anything because I was always very into getting into a good college and getting good grades. But it was just like, very isolating and I didn't even tell my mother how little I'd eat because, you know, she'd send me to school with like an insure drink Mm -hmm. and think I'd drink it, but like I'd always just like toss it. It would never be consumed and it was just very isolating. I couldn't talk to anybody about it. Like none of my friends at school knew, like obviously they saw I never ate, but (laughs) nobody talked to me about that fact and it was very cold. (laughs) Were you bullied and that started it? No. Well... I think I told you, like, my sister was always kind of harsh on me growing up. So I always thought I was ugly and yeah gross. And so I think that kind of started it. But I think it kind of got, like, out of hand. I started working out a lot. And then I started cutting back the food. And then it just yeah. kind of became this cycle where I just got on and couldn't get off. Now, when you were at your thinnest, did you mm-hmm. still think you were heavy when you looked at yourself? Or? <sighs> you know, so I would see the number on the scale. And I'd still think that's too much because I was very number. Like, I still don't weigh myself to this day. Like, if you ask me what my weight is today, I couldn't tell you because I don't weigh myself. Because yeah. it, it fucks with my head. Um, but, like that was more so, but I'd see myself and I thought it was disgusting. Like, I mean, I'm not kidding you. Like my ribs were protruding like every single spinal cord. Yeah. You could see like every knot on mm. and I was freezing all the time. Like I'd go to school, I'm not kidding you. Like my entire fingernail would be blue. My hands were blue. Like, yeah. I was freezing. All I would think about is getting home to go warm up, like take a hot bath. That's like all my, like it was very like goal oriented. Just get home so you can go do that. Cause I was so cold and it was just like, you know, trying not to have your stomach growl because it's just completely empty all the time. You have no energy, constant headaches because you don't have energy to do anything. And then you're sitting there like I was at a very rigorous high school trying to like get through the day. So 
you said you it was from what 13 to 23 yeah i'd say that's probably when i think i finally started getting like when i first moved here that's probably when i first started like i had some accountability yeah because when i went to college there was nobody to look after me so i kind of just fell off the wagon again when i got there and just really like there i think i was eating like 400 calories a day i had like two granola bars a day one in the morning and one in the evening wow that'd be it i wouldn't eat anything else like not a thing and you like, it's very like ritualistic. Like you don't want to eat near other people. So like it just isolates you from the world. And then somehow I still manage to have a social life and just like hide it. So I'm very good at like keeping my emotions in and not talking about these things to people because like, that's why I think it's hard for me to be in a relationship because I close myself off for so much of my life. Yeah. Does it make you, um, um, what am I trying to say? Is it just, uh, so when you're around other people, it's just, you just, you just don't know how to, I guess, open up to them. Yeah. Well, it's just like, and I guess what, what the eating was something you could control. Yeah. It was always a control thing for me. Yeah. So it was like, and then it's numbers based. So calorie counting or, you know, how many steps you're taking a day. Like it was very, like those things get to me very easily with numbers. Yeah. Um, but it was always a control thing. It was never like, my goal was never to lose weight, but it was also like, I kind of always, cause I used to journal a lot and that's how I dealt with this stuff. But it yeah. would be like, I considered it like a drill sergeant in my head. It told me like, you could not eat. You had to do this thing. Like it, it almost like I considered it like a different thing in my head altogether. Like wasn't me. I like dissociated from it. Yeah. Cause I didn't want to be that skinny. Like I thought I looked gross. Like I thought I'd look better with weight on. Like sometimes we'd have to wear like these dresses for the sorority and stuff. And I was like, I didn't want to show like, especially like, this area. Yeah. Cause it was just like bone. Mm. And it was disgusting. And like my arms, I didn't ever want to show. Cause they were like emaciated. Like it just, and I didn't want people to know. So you tried to hide it. Did anybody ever say anything to you? <sighs> Not really. Honestly. I mean, people would say you're skinny, but yeah. That's why I think I didn't have the accountability because in college, like a lot of girls are skinny. You're young. And so people like if you're covering up those parts of your body that look really gross, they just think you're skinny under it. They don't realize how bad it is. I think it's hard for people to tell people stuff that they see because they don't want to hurt people's feelings or upset people or what have you. Yeah. But I always think it's easier to hurt somebody's feelings short term than long term. Let them, you know, go on doing something that's going to destroy them. Yeah. And I mean, my mom like knew when I went back from college after the first semester, like for winter break, like she (laughs) knew I dropped clearly a lot of weight. Yeah. So she was concerned, but there wasn't much she could do. Yeah. Like you can't at that age, I was 18. You can't force me to go to counseling. You can't force me to go do anything. And I didn't think counseling was going to work. I was so stressed out with school and just trying to get my schedule done. And I was working full time. Like I just didn't have time in the day to go to counseling. And so just I just made a lot of excuses for why not to get better on it. Yeah. What, uh, what did they end up doing that clicked in your head? Honestly, it's never been like one thing. It's just, I think progressively I fought it and that's why it took so long is cause like throughout college, I just fought it and tried to add a little bit more to like what I ate. It's never yeah. been like, I don't think I've really had that aha moment other than when I hit my lowest weight, mm-hmm. at least to my knowledge, cause I didn't weigh myself really in college, but like that was because I didn't want to get taken out of school to go to a treatment center. And that was because I was going to be forcibly removed to go do that. So I didn't want to do that, but I don't think I really ever had that aha moment. I think I've been slowly rewiring my brain, trying to think more positively, not have as terrible body thoughts about myself and things like that. And now, I mean, 
I can eat a wide range of things and people would probably never know that. Like I, you know, my weight's been great for a long time now. It's just, which is why it's like people here. I just don't even think would know that. And people that met me back then again, they just thought I was skinny because I'd say like my early twenties, I was getting better, but it wasn't like great yet. I still had a lot of negative thoughts and a lot of calorie counting and stuff like that. And I definitely steer clear of that for the most part now and just try not to engage it. Yeah. And that voice in my head gets smaller and smaller every time you do that. So I think it's like the brain's a powerful thing and like positive thinking is a really powerful thing that you can eventually get better. Even if it's like not overnight, this has clearly been practically my lifelong struggle. Yeah. I always say like, uh, um, it, like I've said this many times on here, but it's what who you surround yourself with and what you take in and all that stuff. Because mm-hmm. there's just so many negative people out there. It's just so sad that the people yeah. just want to be so like. Why would you want to put somebody down or or add to their stress in life that they already have just being a human being? Yeah, and that's kind of why I wanted to share because I'm like, you might not be going through something like this, but people certainly go through really negative depressions or, you know, a lot of people have negative thoughts about themselves, especially, you know, jealousy or comparing yourself to other people online. And that's never a good thing just to live in that world. You got to realize like photos are doctored, you know, these people don't look like this in real life. And I ultimately just want to be happy. And like my body's my body. It's just what it is. I, I've always been self-conscious because I always thought I had bigger hips than people. I was always a bit taller, had wider shoulders. And I just always like was negative, negative, negative on myself. Yeah. And I never, I always tore myself down, never built myself up. I think it's one of those things that we're, it shouldn't be like this, but sometimes it has to be where you see somebody in a worse situation than you. Mm-hmm. And then it makes you appreciate what you have. Right. Like there's this um, page I follow on Instagram. It's called like special kids or, or something like that. And it's about kids with uh, like cancer and kids have been burned, like all kind of ailments. Mm-hmm. And most of the kids that they interview are super positive. Right. You know, like they have the worst card dealt, quote unquote, in life, but they're more positive than people that on the outside are physically healthy. that don't yeah. have anything going on. Yeah. And I mean, that's because they obviously have something to fight for or something to believe in. Like you yeah. need to like it's have like, some motivation because like. For me, I think because my dad died right before I went to college, I kind of had that always in the back of my head. I'm like, you can't let yourself die. Like, yeah. You can't do that to your mother. Yeah. Did you, uh, speaking of death, mm-hmm. when you see stuff like the coronavirus and Kobe Bryant mm-hmm. dying and all this sort of stuff, does it make you appreciate your life more? <sighs> you know, in some ways, I think, a lot of people reacted the way they did to a lot of this stuff because it shows like the fragility of life. Yeah. But like I look at my life and I fought for a lot of my life and yeah, I think I have a different perspective on it for that reason. Like I'm like, if I died tomorrow, I put in a lot of struggle. Yeah. It's, you know, it is what it is. But I think, you know, especially with my dad dying unexpectedly, I've always kind of been like tomorrow could be your day today could be your day. So I think for a long time I've lived that way and that thought. So I think a lot of people don't live their life that way. So like if I want to take a trip, I want to take that trip. I'm not going to wait until next year to do it. I'm going to make sure like it gets done. Yeah. But I think a lot of people don't live that way. And for that reason, when they see stuff like this, then they start kind of reevaluating and like reassessing their lives in some ways. So 
I mean, it's good. I think you need some of those moments because otherwise you kind of dully go through your life, not really reevaluating or taking into account anything. So I think that's the beautiful thing about knowing we're going to die. Yeah. It's an inevitability. You know that this is, this is fleeting. It's, it's, Mm -hmm. it's not forever. Yeah. And to see people with, which I say on the outside, I don't know what they're doing inside, Mm -hmm. but on the outside, they look like they have a good health, Mm -hmm. just wasting it. To yeah. me, it's stupid. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I don't understand, like, not everybody has money to travel and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I get that. Yeah. But if you can find some way to get out of the shit place you're in or whatever mm-hmm. and see other stuff and see other people are living, especially outside of America, you realize how great we have it here. Yeah. No, you we know? definitely do. And yeah, like you said, the whole thing, because you can't, sometimes like you'll want to do a trip or something mm-hmm. and you want to do it with somebody else, but then they'll bullshit. And if you wait around for somebody yeah, else to do something, I've never you never get anything done. Mm-hmm. You I've know? always been like a take action type because I just never know. I mean, there was a period of my life where I didn't know if I'd live. So it was like, yeah. kind of got to just do it. Yeah. I had a, I had a roommate, um, he passed away mm-hmm. and he had a mesothelioma and just watching him die, it it was it was uh, very trippy because he found out in April of was it 2011? I think it was 2011. No, it was 2012. 2012, and then he uh, passed away in September of 2012. Mm-hmm. So that short period of time, like he was healthy to sick to mm-hmm. dead, right? And it's just like with that guy, I never heard him once complain about his situation. Yeah. Like he was young. I think Josh was maybe 31 at the time when he passed away. 32. Yeah, it's so sad how many people this happens to, though. Yeah, it's just like, you know, and then, like I said, it just goes back to you hear people complain about their food or something mm-hmm. so trivial. Yeah. When other people are fighting for their fucking lives. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's true. So I try not to like hark too on, hard on things. And yeah. I like one of the books I just read was actually, it was like a autobiography and it was a neuroscientist that got diagnosed with terminal lung cancer. Yeah. But like, you know, it was kind of like undetermined because he was kind of like reacting to his treatment, but they knew he wouldn't get like it was still going to be terminal regardless. So it was like, does he have a year or does he have 10? And he's like, well, that will alter like if I continue doing neurosurgery or not. And he stayed on for a while, but then like he wanted to have a kid with his wife and they had a kid, even though he died like a year later. And it's just like, do you go on living or, you know, what do you, what do you do with that time? Because like, I think that's really a head like fuck right there knowing that you are going to die somewhat soon yeah like how did he react was he mostly just doing the same stuff was he getting stuff done he wanted to do in his life or no he was so sick he couldn't really do gotcha that's so sad because uh they took him to bar uh, not barlam sorry boston Mm -hmm. because his doctor up there said that he could heal him or fix it or whatever and they took out a rib to try to get to the cancer on his lungs mm-hmm. but it was so far gone the people here told him that there was nothing that yeah could be done. that's so sad and so after that then he did chemo and the mm-hmm. chemo really wiped him out he yeah. lost a shit ton of weight but yeah it's just uh well that's what happened to this guy too he almost died from it yeah it's and like they were talking about he could do it again he's like i don't want to do it again it was just so much and then i remember it started spreading to his liver and mm-hmm. once he spreads his liver, he passed away not too long after that. But like I said, it's just, I don't know. It, I, I think we just need to appreciate the time we have, the people around us. And yeah, that's, I mean, that's the bullshit. definitely even worse. Cause you go from like living one day to just being like sick and not feeling able to do much. Yeah. 
That's like even worse. Cause that's kind of how this guy's like, I felt super bad. Cause like a lot of the time he had left, he couldn't do anything with. So he wrote this book. You yeah. know? Well, as I say, like, you, you can never, you, there's not enough time when your health goes, you know, mm-hmm. if you're healthy, try to stay healthy as long as possible. Yeah. Because once you get sick or, you know, you're older and you get sick, you know, then it's when it's over pretty much then, you know, mm-hmm. it's really true what they say though. Health is wealth. And it's just like, yeah, I think a lot of people you could take be a it billion, for advantage. Yeah, you could be a billionaire and all of a sudden get sick with something bad, you know, and then you die, you know, you die a billionaire, but you know, you didn't get to yeah. live life enjoying all your billions or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, like as far as we know, this is all we have. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. No one knows. Nobody does. But. Yeah, so if this is, like, the smartest people in the world can't tell us where we come from or mm-hmm. where we go. Nope. You know, like, uh, it's it's one of those things where you just got to take life into your own hands. and Yeah. That's why I always say about the be your own God. It's not like mocking God or something like that, but you really are in control of some aspects of your life. Mm-hmm. Like, you can choose to be negative, unless it's, like, depression. That's something you probably can't control. But I'm saying, like, if you're just a hateful person for no fucking reason. Yeah. Like, I was thinking about this the other day. Like, have you ever um, been broken up? Somebody broke your heart or something like that, and you start hating them. Like, you legit had hate in your heart. And I've had that before. And it's like, I don't want that person to have that kind of hold on me. Yeah. That's kind of like the Buddhist mentality. They say, like, let that go. Like, think of it as a stream going past you. You just let the hate go because all it's doing is giving you a negative reaction. Yeah, because that person's living their life. They're not thinking about me or, you you know, whatever. And it's like, why am I harboring this? Like they say, it's like letting somebody rent space in your head, Mm -hmm. you know, and... It's just no, because you don't even know if you cross their mind. So you know, they're probably going on living happily, and yeah. you're letting them hurt you. And I'm sure there's people that I've done wrong that mm-hmm. I don't think I did them wrong. Yeah, but in their mind, I did. You know, and so they may have that same kind of resentment towards me. Yeah. So well, it, it's the thing. It's just you know, a lot of this. Is, uh, basically, uh, my point about all this stuff is is do your best. Yeah. Help out others. Well, and you don't know what they've gone through, like, which has formed the person they are today. Because there might be a reason they react a certain way to things or why, you know, you're not compatible in the long run. And maybe they have some stuff to work through on their own. Like, again, everybody's fighting their own internal demons. You just don't know why. I think there needs to be more people that um, tell people how they feel about people. Yeah. Instead of the people that just want to critique people, actually say something good about somebody. Yeah, I think it's hard. Like you don't. It's so much easier to give a stranger a compliment than your friend. In some ways, you just are. It's like, oh, I feel like if I give my friend a compliment, it's like I get shit back. For well, it. it's worse when you see somebody you know that has potential and they're not. They're wasting it. Yeah. Sometimes, like that's always a fear. It's like, am I doing enough with my life? But at the end, I just want to be happy. I don't really care. Like I'm not one of those people. I feel like I need to have accomplished everything. I want to just live a happy life. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing your story. Yeah, thought it might. At Hopefully, least. it uh, can help somebody out. Yeah, I mean, because that or at least like it helps you talk eyes. about it. Yeah. Matthew's story helped you talk about so, you know, yeah, like So you know, never like now, you know, yeah, and it's it's probably good. Do you feel good talking about it? Yeah, well, I guess it does. It's you know? like oh, because I feel like it's something that's always there. I just never, <clears> like I said, I probably I can count on my ten fingers how many people know pieces of it. Yeah, like I don't even think. Robin necessarily knew the full extent of like how bad it got. Like yeah. it got, it got pretty bad. So well, like I said, you never know who's listening Yeah, and who that might help out. 
Yeah. And I just feel like people can be very closed off and just like, I find the older you get, the more things everybody's gone through, whether it's a smaller thing or a bigger adversary or adversity, but like everybody's been through something in their life that's been hard or difficult. And I think we need to have more of a culture where we can talk about these things because I think it's good. Now people can go to therapy and I think that's a lot more of like an open thing people can do. I think when we were younger, like therapy had a huge stigma and I think it's, there still is in some ways, but I think it's, it's kind of growing. Yeah. I think people are a lot less likely to give you shit for going to therapy. Now people are just like, Oh, my therapist today. Yeah. I, I, I just, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, um, uh, I don't think you should ever put somebody down for seeking help. Yeah. It's just ignorant to me. No. I mean, look, life's hard sometimes too. <laughs> All right. Uh, what do you think about, um, I was watching this movie. It was called like uh, all the boyfriends or all the guys I've loved or something like that. <laughs> Wait, yeah, the Lara Jean one. Yeah, I yeah. Do you watch the first her, one? Are they one? calling her Largy? I think it's L- Laura Jean. It like sounds Lara. like they're calling her Largy. I'm like Lardass. <laughs> like, yeah, is she a I bigger thought. girl or something? No, but I think it's Laura Jean. <laughs> yeah, I did see that, but I was like, why are they calling this girl Largy? That's mean as fuck. Yeah. Okay. Did you watch the first or second one? Because I watched both. both. Okay. Yeah. I just finished the second one the other day. Okay. Wow. Okay. What is your question? Well, Nick and I were watching it together the other day, yeah. and then I finished it by myself. Okay. Well, what happened? Uh, What's your question about it? I can't. So <laughs> what is this movie about? Doesn't matter. I need to know. It. I want to know. It's high school, which that was the hard part to get through for me. It was like, it's high school. And I just felt like I'm so like, I can't get into these people being so serious about love. Is it in a high funny school. movie or like, no, it's like a, it's a rom-com. rom-com. Oh, okay. Yeah. But it's like this girl, she wrote letters throughout her life to men. Like she loved or boys she loved. And her sister found them and like mailed them to the boys. And so some of them were like years later. Oh, wow. But then she like fakes a relationship with the one so he can get, his girlfriend jealous because she was being a bitch or something. I don't really understand that whole point, but, yeah, but the, her, and then they fall in love and yeah. So in the, the new one, they pick back up and they're yeah, together, right? This was fucked up. This one. I didn't and like it. So she liked this guy mm-hmm. in like sixth grade. Yeah. And they're in 10th, 11th grade. I now? think they're maybe like 15. Yeah. But this is what I'm young. getting to. Okay. So, Nick and I were watching the movie. <laughs> you were watching it together? Yeah. Because I, I went over to his house to help him move some <laughs> this stuff. This is so cute. And uh, we're, we're sitting there watching the movie, and Nick's like, man, that girl's kind of hot. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, she's kind of hot. And he's like, wait, are they like 12? <laughs> <laughs> no, these people are actually 20. These actors no. are like 20. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I, under- I understand. But hypothetically speaking, they're, they're, supposed, to they're be- supposed to be. I know. Kids. That's true. So well, does it make Nick and I pedophiles for being attracted to kids that Peter are their grandma's I don't care. In elementary school. I'm attracted school? to the men. So I don't care. <laughs> That's where I was going with yeah. that. So does it make, make Nick and I creepers? Or no. Two old men There's all of these like teen drama things. They're all like 20 something year olds. They're mostly my age, half of them. So. <laughs> But yeah, I was looking at, and I looked up their age, so I didn't feel so bad. Yeah, and they're all like twenty two, twenty. And then one guy's like twenty seven, the, the tall Asian guy. Yeah, that he's like right. almost thirty. I'm like, dude, you're still making teen movies. He but still uh, looks young enough. Although that's why I'm like, nobody in high school looks like this, no. or at least they didn't when I was in high school. Well, like, you know, with all the makeup and stuff. I maybe. think I said this to Nick. I told him I was like, I think they get older people because you don't have to worry about them going through puberty. You don't want to have that weird, awkward looking stage and your voice is changing. And I stuff think like that. a lot of it is like filming times, like 18 and under. You can only film with them like at certain hours of the yeah. day. And it just makes it like non cost prohibitive to actually film with them. 
But uh, it's a decent movie. There's another one, I guess, the third book. I didn't know there were oh, books. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't ever read the books. Yeah, they're books. So were you Team Kavinsky or John uh, Ambrose? I felt so bad for John Ambrose at the end there when he uh, got kissed and then left. Finally got the girl and she immediately leaves him. Spoiler alert. Life. Really. I spoiled it. Sorry. Um, it's not like it's super. Is this a Netflix movie? Or? Yeah. It's also, they're books, so anybody could have read this a long time ago. Yeah, I, I think I, I, I like that she got back with the guy, but I think I didn't see the relationship as good though. They were like always fighting and stuff, and I think that was more her though. She was yeah, insecure. she was being weird. Like the girl is like into this other guy and is kind of flirting with him while she's in a relationship with somebody else. She's but not they, being a good girlfriend. <laughs> But I mean, like that old lady told her, you know, sometimes you got to kiss a couple people to know which one's the one. I've not. Okay. But has that instance. So like she kisses the one guy and then goes back to the boyfriend she broke up with. Like I've never had that happen where I go and kiss somebody and then like, no, that other person's the right. Maybe, maybe he was a kisser. Yeah. Maybe it was bad. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> just like, imagine, yeah, just imagine if she would have fucked him and he would have came like quick. Probably like one. Like second. that was a, that was a PG way of them fucking. Oh, good good way. So he was a bad fuck. Yeah. And Peter Kavinsky is a good, good dick. fuck. He yeah. Good dick. He's a bad mm-hmm. person, but he gives I mean, his dick. name is Peter. Yeah. Penis. Uh, <laughs> sure. Is that German for penis? <laughs> Do you never heard people call it a Peter? No. That's a penis. I've never heard that. Yeah. You never heard Peter as a as a, a pecker? Like No. Peter North? You know who Peter North is? Busted. Uh, no. This guy. Busted low. This guy's low. Is he a foreign man? Yeah, this guy was a legend. <laughs> Is he a foreign man? His cum shots were insane, oh bro. Like, it's like buckets. Wow. That seems gross. Like your whole face, your whole entire How many this babies part of your body recovered. Oh, it was so many. This guy. Like, if he gave to a sperm bank, he'd probably have enough for like four I'm telling women. you, it, the guy His said a, he, it's like a one fourth cup of cum. Ew. Maybe half a cup. Like it, la- yeah. he when he's nutting, it's a lot of mess. When he's nutting, it lasts like nine shots at least. It's like, ugh, ugh, whoa. Ugh. No, that he didn't moan like that. That's Nick Manning dropping. Oh, loads. okay. That's like, Raul's this, voice. <laughs> this guy really, literally, like oh it lasts gosh. like fifteen seconds of him Ew. coming. Like That's it's like a so straight long. nut. Oh, but, man, that would feel so good. I think. It's like, it's just I'm telling you, I would like, give up uh, some penis for bigger loads. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I guess he can I have mean, a lot of kids the, if he wants. That's I don't know. the end goal of sex is to come. Yeah, but like the orgasm. I guess. Yeah, I guess I didn't think about that because, like, y'all do eject it's things when actually doing you know? it. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, that's a long time. Uh, would you ever start a Instagram page for your dogs, <laughs> or do you have one? I don't have one. What do you think about those people? Mm. I low key hate them. Like, especially I definitely people, follow some accounts, but like they're mostly just cute ones. But the people that talk like their dog is the oh, human. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, I don't like. Come that. here, baby. Come here. No, no, what no, did no. You eat today? No, like, not like not, that. No, like the ones mom I mom took be me like, this place. Mom oh, no, no, did no, no, this. No, they, like, like on their Instagram. Like, yes. oh, okay, okay. I see what you're saying. Fucking no. Losers. Yeah, that's weird. Don't we have a friend? Don't yes. we have a friend that? Yes. Yes. Not me. She's low key a loser. It's not me. I promise. I don't do it. I'm not gonna say who. My dogs just appear on my Instagram a lot just spoiler no, alert no. oh yeah we know oh uh, okay no because the best is you're like <laughs> i don't post my dogs all the time and then every time i click on your fucking snapchat no. or instagram it's the a dog's fucking there dog. the dog's there oh i was gonna sit on this couch but oh look who's there <laughs> i do love my dogs man uh um, so, 
what about what about dogs in like a restaurant? I think we kind of had this conversation Have we maybe a couple this? weeks ago, just because somebody like walked into the bar with one, and we were just like, oh. but it's I mean, just kind of annoying because it was like jumping on. Or no, you weren't out that night, but it was like it was nighttime at Goose, and somebody had a dog, and it was like jumping on people. Yeah, that's not that's not cool. I would have wanted. And it was dog pretty busy. I mean, it wasn't like that late, so it wasn't packed yet. But it was like busy enough that you shouldn't have your freaking dog in the bar. Like I understand that you know people bring their dogs in there on Sundays and stuff like that when it's not as busy or whatever. No, if you but legitimately like, need a service animal, of course you should have it. Right, one hundred percent. But don't bring your fucking little yeah. dog with you because you want to bring your dog with you to the bar. And, and I'm then fine. your dog pisses yeah. a shit. No, I'm fine with like. Laughlin yard or something that's like outdoor outs yeah perfect yeah good that, that's an acceptable but if it's like an indoor bar why is and also it gets so loud in there i just feel bad for the animals because it's just they hear like higher than us and it's just yeah. it's not fair to that animal yeah i don't know about that i would I, never I just, bring uh i'm not i don't hate dogs or because you know like, that, like you said i mean i'm kind of talking <laughs> oh, <sorry>. are you <laughs> we aren't paying attention <laughs> yeah well, continue but the, the dog you know what if somebody's allergic to a dog or something like that? True. I mean, it's just weird. And it's around them. food too. Well, like, that's my thing. And I get it because my dog's fur does get all over the house, and I'm constantly vacuuming and stuff. It's just gross. Oh my gosh. But like you know, the service animal is 100. percent That's cool. You know, I. You know, or, you know, you need that as you know, you need that. Mm-hmm. But like Tony just said, the food thing, and you know, the dog is shit like. Sh- doing shaking and all the hairs going everywhere i don't stuff. even think they're like, legally supposed to have dogs in places that serve food i think like the health department would say nay if it's yeah if it's uh not a service animal you're not supposed to have, if you serve food you're not supposed to have any kind of animal in the in the establishment yeah i could see that it just doesn't make a lot of sense so I'm, I'm kind of against that i mean i have dogs but my dogs stay at home when i'm out i i'm with them all the time they don't yeah. they don't need to come out with me all right um do you have any questions for us kelly Hmm. I mean, I wanted to hear about Tampa, but I don't know if I'm going to get to hear anything. We'll we'll talk. We'll we'll get those guys over here this okay. weekend. We'll knock okay. it out. I want to. I want to hear because more you know they were there with us. You know, so yeah. Kind of like I don't want to tell the stories because they were there and they could you know tell stories too. Okay. But, uh, um. Do you think you'll have girls next Valentine's Day, both of you? <laughs> no. I'd say no for myself as well. <laughs> um. No. I don't think so. So. Uh, oh shit. Yeah. Talking about that. Yeah. So at one of my accounts, this girl, now you guys aren't going to believe this. Uh-oh. <laughs> this girl kept on staring at me, right? I'm I'm in the front fucking with the white claw little ice thing because it's fucked up, right? It's leaking yeah, everywhere. I'm trying to fix it. Fuck it up. Yeah. And I'm there just, you know, pulling out the white claws out of the ice bin and putting them over here, you know, getting, and then fixing the fucking ice bin. So I'm doing all this and I just happen to look up and she's just staring at me and then, you know, and then I look back down and then she's staring at me again and she keeps on staring at me so then i asked one of the this black dude i'm cool with that works there you know next to her and i was like hey what's up with that girl she's like oh man she thinks you're fucking beautiful <laughs> and adonis <laughs> and so so when i got done i went over to talk to her she's from jordan right and all this okay. stuff and she's just pretty much said like oh yeah um she, she, I, she's really good looking you saw you mm. know and she wrote her phone number down on a piece of paper and gave it to wow me. that's forward she I mean she took it back like old school so you could have a valentine next you time. never know you guys immediately said no text her yes <gasps> did you look her up on internet? oh my god i just have her first name it's um 
It, Raul has it, a girl. It, well, was she a man? One of us. No, it's a it's a woman. <laughs> Anything's possible, man. <laughs> I just have her first name, but it's at it's at the guy's store. That does he know the girl? Yeah, he was like, "Hey, Raul, you single, right?" Mm. And I was like, "Yeah." Did your mom send this person in? What are you talking about? Is she, is she Indian? A shopper? No, I just said she's from Jordan. Oh. Jordanian. Well, uh, your mom oh, set your brother but up like that. But what's funny, funny is, though, she's That's like, funny. you are very, you know, she's called, keeps on calling me beautiful because she didn't know the word is handsome for a man, you know? And she said, she said, but if you're not Muslim, there's no reason. I was like, "Well, I'm not Muslim." And then Romeo was like, "Oh, that's that's the old way of thinking. Don't even think like that." Just what she told him, you know, because they were speaking the language to each other, and um, I don't know. It, wow. You know. Well, somebody got a number this week. I did not. So, <laughs> uh, Tony. Yeah, it's not a man, Tony. Smile. Uh, so that's your questions for us, Kelly, um, about Valentine's Day, or is it more? Do you would you like a woman to get you a gift for Valentine's Day? I thought you exchange a gift, don't you? Usually, yeah. but like, no, I think that gifts that holiday is more for women. No, I feel like girls do more like homemade things and handmade versus like buying things. Mm. I've always done like a nice card or something like sentimental. Something you made Bake is a, something. means more too. I think. Yeah. But I, more personal. Which like I'd be fine if the guy did something. Because again, it's <clears> for me, it's more like the fact that they thought about you and put a minimal effort of some sort into it. I don't right. need like something flashy to be happy. It's like they could have made you a card. That's actually nicer to me than like an expensive bracelet, you know? True, 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 true. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh boy, Raul's sitting there making out with his microphone. No, <laughs> sorry for just thinking about his girl. <laughs> uh, do you have any questions, Raul? Actually, I don't have a question. I have more of like a statement. Um, if somebody has something they want to say about me or how I do something, you don't have to call Tony or. You've Ted. already said this before, have I? Yeah. Oh, okay. Never mind then. So why do they keep on telling you then? Why don't they just come we to me? We haven't done a podcast in a long time. No, I'm saying like they're always hitting you up. Why don't they just hit me up instead? I, like I said before, sometimes people don't want to hurt people's feelings. Well, my feelings aren't going to get hurt. I'd rather you come to me. Raul, I'm, not, I'm not above hurting your feelings. Raul no, I didn't say your feelings. I didn't comments. say my feelings. I said, I, I'm not going to get my feelings hurt. I, re- I would like for these people to come to me with this stuff mm. and just telling you about it and then you telling me about it. Like Are you, you working on the stuff that they've mentioned before? I'm not sure what they worked, what they said though. I can't remember. Well, interrupting. Uh, I didn't interrupt. I didn't interrupt that match today. What? <laughs> I don't think Are he you did. Drunk? No, did I didn't. you have a stroke while you were just saying that? I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, happened? we've been drinking since noon. I don't know about you. But <laughs> Party bomb. Pipe kinda, bombs. We just got bored while we we're sitting out here. Oh, we started drinking. Thin roof, Doc. I'm coming for you. Pipe <laughs> bombs all night long. Uh, yeah, I think that's their main thing was you just talk over. I think sometimes it's hard because you just you both speak at the same time and then it's like mm. it's usually I'm talking and then he starts talking. No, the story. she just said that we talk at the same time. No, that's what she just said. Did sometimes you not, I mean, thank you. Can, she just said that you mean you're telling a story and he interrupts. Yes, that's okay. Yeah. I, mean, I was listening to you guys talking there earlier and he was stepping all over you. I don't know. I'm used to that. <laughs> Like, have you met my siblings? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I just keep the flow going. It's not keeping the flow if you're interrupting. 
I'm not meaning to interrupt. I just I prefer to listen. I just anyway. get really excited. Yeah. Premature talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's all you got, Raul? Yeah, I don't have anything else. What do you have? I've been talking this whole fucking time. <laughs> no, I'm saying like, what do you want to... Like, Wait, what is your Valentine's message to your listeners? It was yesterday. Yeah, well, belated <laughs> Valentine's. Uh, love yourself. Masturbate. Use a condom. And Safe sex is best sex. See, I was talking. And <laughs> buy some butt plugs. Oh, boy. Yeah. Mm. Butt plugs are in. They come in different sizes. Have you ever used a butt plug before? No, but I remember you were going to touch me with one that you just got done using, and I almost Ew. passed out. <laughs> like, uh, I, I was against the wall, and he kept on coming closer oh, to me like no. this. And I was like, ah! Oh, no. Oh, and he stopped no. like literally out like face. Well, the half, face. half a centimeter from my face. I had washed it. Mm. I didn't know at the time it was washed. I thought he was just... No, because what happened was he touched me with his fucking little... Fleshlight thing that he. Had. Oh no! That thing that he <laughs> so was all hairy. The whole no. story. Okay, that's gross. Don't just act like you're the victim. All right, but Raúl needs to do his Valentine's message to his listeners. Be yourself, and if they don't like you or love you for you being yourself, then they're not the one for you. That's great advice. My What's heart? your message, Kelly? Be true to yourself. Nice. Don't care what other people think of you. Just live your life. Enjoy, man. You know, I could walk out to the car right now and get hit by a car. Yeah. Die. <laughs> Tony could push you in front of that car. I mean, Tony would. You know, <laughs> it's more likely to happen. <laughs> oh, officer, I don't know what happened. He just fell. That's a better probability. And also, you don't need no person to feel good about yourself. Treat yourself on Valentine's Day next year. You know, I'm kind of. Or just fuck Valentine's Day. Just. Do something for somebody on any given day that make them feel special. I like that. Like give a compliment, do a nice gesture, whatever yeah. it may be. Just make people feel like they're important. You look yeah. you're looking like a snack today. Oh yum. Yeah. <laughs> Tasty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I think we're gonna wrap it up there. Um find us on all the podcast channels and uh love you lots. Bye. Bye.